Welcome to Campfire Football. I'm Sebastian Norris. All right, so today, West Brom lost 5-0 to Leeds, and it was an incredible game to watch. But instead of going ahead and just talking about what everyone just saw, I figured I'd go ahead and put my coach's jacket on because I am a youth coach, and give more or less a little bit of an insight into what I saw from a basic defensive perspective, because everything that you really want on a basic level was totally absent. So we're going to go over one lesson for each goal to figure out how to avoid losing like that. Okay, so first, just to be clear, I don't want to criticize West Brom because though they were thrashed today, what they did against Liverpool was exhausting on a mental and physical level, and they pulled off an incredible long con, smash and grab, terrific draw. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching it in the way that a chess match is played, right? Today, I think West Brom just, they put so much into that game that today they, they just were unable to rise to the same levels of defensive solidity and also just uh, discipline. Because the problem with Leeds is that you're playing a team that does very similar things to Liverpool. They have a lot of runners off the ball. Players are going forward really, really quickly from all angles. And if you don't do the basics, you're going to get cut apart. So we're going to talk about the basics. There's a couple different things. Maybe you've heard them before as a youth player. Also, for any of you who watch games and you don't really know where goals come from, there's a bigger process than just the final moment, right? Blaming a back four and a goalkeeper for a goal, in my opinion, is very, very narrow-minded, right? There's The goal comes from somewhere, and sometimes it's 20 seconds earlier. Well, I mean, that, that seems a long time. But sometimes it's a good 10 seconds before the ball actually goes in, and it's multiple actions earlier. So, I'm going to talk about, first of all, the four Ds of defending. Now, these should come in order as the ball's coming through, you know, the field. But if you're in desperate last-ditch defending scenarios, these kind of go out the window, and we will talk about that as well. So the four Ds of defending are delay. You have to slow down your opponents, whether it's one person running with the ball or a passing move where people are running forward, you have to slow it down. Because if you don't, they have full control of the momentum of the situation, all right? So you have to just delay, right? Square up to someone, force them to a side that makes it clear and obvious, and then the the next piece is deny. You have to deny an option, right? Whether that's dribbling inside and forcing them down the line, or cutting off a pass so that they don't have the option to just play and move. Something that makes the play just a little bit more predictable, okay? Once you slow them down and you cut off an option and make their attacking moves a little bit more predictable in terms of you know where their higher probability uh, direction is, this is when you get more physically engaged. If you already are physically, physically engaged, great, but this is where you disrupt. So you go in, you get a little bit more physical, and you try and make them make a mistake at this point. Okay, You try and make them lose control of the ball, and you try and ease them off of it. Right. The final one, 
dispossess or I like to say destroy. It's a little more fun, especially with youth players. Uh, this is when you just take the ball. Now, if you don't get the opportunity to do this because they have gotten rid of it, most likely, if you have done everything correct up until this point, the ball is either going backwards or sideways. And that, for you as a defender in the moment, is a win. You do not always have to win the ball. It's something that's a lot of players think they have to do is go in and take the ball. But if you engage in a player, for instance, if someone's on my back and they come and hit me on the right side, I know the left is open, right? So you have to slow people down. Then you have to cut off an option. Then you have to get a little bit more physical and, and, and start to really force them into a mistake. And then you take the ball, okay? The next piece, I'm sure a lot of players have heard this. Every coach has heard this over and over again. It's pressure, cover, balance. Okay, You need someone to go to the ball. You need someone to cover them. And then you need someone to stabilize the group so that if the ball shifts, everyone can shift and you're still in the right positions. Those are the simple things for all youth players out there. And if you look at the five goals, well, a lot of that was absent. So goal number one. Well, now that I think about it, goal number one has nothing to do with any of that stuff. They had the ball. It's an own goal. It's a pass into his own goal from 25 yards out. Here's the lesson. Number one, never, ever, ever pass a blind ball back to your goalkeeper. Always look. Always know what the picture is. Because you don't know if a forward has seen and is anticipating that you're going to do that and, and cuts off the ball. And in this situation, you don't, even, you don't even know if your goalkeeper is where you think they might be. Now, credit to the goalkeeper who did the right thing by not asking for the ball in front of their own goal. Because bad things can happen that you can't plan. I've seen balls bounce over goalkeepers' uh, swing of the ball. Just bounce over a little piece of, of grass, of, of turf that's kind of, you know, like a divot. Uh, I've seen goalkeepers show and ask for the ball and the ball gets paid, played right past them. I've also seen goalkeepers just make a mistake, take a bad touch, and it goes under their feet and goes in. So don't take the risk. If you're a goalkeeper, stand outside the goal. And as a player, always know I'm never passing it at the goal. It's always to the outside of the posts. You do that, you avoid that situation. All right? So now we can move on to the second goal. Because you've done a good job. All right, you gave them a, a gift. But you're still in the game. It's only 1-0. You just were 1-0 against the champions until three minutes from the end and equalized. So no big deal. But you still have to do the basics right. And so now we move on to our next one. Again, this is not in the order of the four Ds. And this is not pressure cover balance. But actually, this is the third D. Which is, well, disrupt, Right? If a player is moving forward to shoot at a ball, you have to do anything you can to give them a sense of pressure so that they don't just line up the perfect drive and see exactly where it's going, okay? The other piece is you have to block it. So I think a lot of players don't want to jump in front of shots. The reality is it hits you in the face less than you think. And if you watch today, three West Brom players were coming across the box and all of them just kind of ran and watched it go by them. If you can think of a Burnley team 
where not at least two people would be diving like dolphins to try and stop the ball from going into the corner. So they just didn't sacrifice anywhere near enough in the moment to block a shot. You have to block shots. All right, number three. Now, you have to be physical. You have to get engaged with players, okay? If you don't touch them, they are just going to pass and move by you. And they're going to do it with a lot of ease. And they're going to start expressing themselves. And they're going to get better and better and better. This was happening all game. But on the third goal, leads came from deep in their own end. Wonderful passing move. And it looked terrific. All the way, all the way into the West Bromwich Albany penalty area. And the first time that anyone really got touched was a hand on the back of Jack Harrison's, just right on the top of his back while he was shooting to score. But the whole move up until then, there's no shoulder to shoulder. There's no, there's no grappling. There's no getting right on someone's back to make sure their first touch isn't perfect or the layoff isn't perfect. And what Leeds looked like they were doing was just passing through gates and cones and doing a passing pattern. And at no point were they physically destabilized enough to potentially make a mistake. So it was so smooth. And this built their confidence. And by this time, you're 3-0 down. It's happening quickly. Goal number four comes in. Lesson number four. Why are you not marking up? There are players running all over the place. Wide open. Okay, maybe your coach has told you, defend in a block, stay compact, don't chase people, mark the key spaces so that no passes go through and so that if anyone tries to receive the ball in a dangerous spot, you're already there. Totally absent. Everyone was sort of moving just like this across the field towards the ball and and never engaging. Never, ever really engaging. Never putting any kind of pressure on the ball. Every time Leeds got it, they were able to take two touches and then look up. I mean, two touches to control it at the professional level and then you look up. It's a long time. Now, even at the youth level, you know full well that if a touch isn't really good, that you have a chance of winning it as a defender. Well, you can make the touch be a lot less good by arriving, putting pressure, no, letting them know you're there. All right. The final one is a three against three thing. This is the pressure cover balance. And it also goes into delay, deny, disrupt. Because... Every single time Leeds attacked from a wide defensive area, all they had to do was a quick one, two, and then there would be a runner. Now, the combination was different, but either way, West Brom were turning their back on the ball, which you never do. They were also pressuring without cutting off a pass. So they always were leaving three options open. Pass one, pass two, dribble. As a result, they would turn into a flat line, and it's just too easy to dribble through that and to go through that. So those are my five things. It's really, really simple. I just, you know, from the top, never play a straight ball back to your goalkeeper. Never play a blind ball back to your goalkeeper. Make sure that you block shots. Do what you can. Get in front of it. Block the shot. It's so crucial. It may, you won't get hit in the face as much as you think, like I said. Pressure, 
okay? You have to apply pressure on the ball. And you need to apply physical contact. Mark up, whether it's the space or the man that is key. But you have to do something. You cannot just move with the play. In 3v3s, pressure cover balance. Delay, deny, disrupt, destroy. This looked a lot like the 9-0 that Leicester gave Southampton last year. It looked a lot like Brazil versus Germany at the World Cup. These are very, very avoidable things. And if you do these simple basics as a player, you always have a chance. You always have a chance. Once you neglect them entirely, I guarantee you will make your opponents look just delicious to watch and unfortunately you're going to be the one that everyone gets to see taking the beating so keep these simple things in mind you will avoid getting mauled in this way and i wish west brom the best of luck i'm sure they will come back with a better display soon thanks for stopping by this is campfire football